Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 97 of the podcast that was originally recorded on December 23rd of 2015. Some of the games I played for the week, Samicide, Black Plague, Seven Days to Die, Shroud of the Avatar, and a little guilty pleasure called Dragon Ball Z Dokken Battle. I also talked about a few of the games I want to play. Enjoy the episode. and welcome to the games this is joe from what i'm playing now and thank you for joining me for episode 97 of the what i'm playing now podcast i'd like to start off by wishing everybody a very merry christmas on this basically two days before christmas well less than two days now because the 23rd is just about over and that's when i'm recording this so this is probably going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast than i've been doing lately my mother-in-law has been in the hospital for the past week so my gaming has been at a minimum this past week but i did get a few things in here and there in a little bit of free time and cutting into the sleep time, I guess I should say. But let's all see what's going on with the whipping update of the week. And the first thing I can say is we have a forum. So the forums are set up on BoardGameGeek. If you go out to www.whatimplayingnow.com, you will see a new link on the top, and it will say Whippin' Forums. Those will lead you directly to the guild that I have set up on BoardGameGeek. I got that set up today, I believe it was. I've already had a couple of posts in there, so come and join me out there. Join the guild and post, and let me know what you're playing now, because I was already talking about some of the things that I'm playing now, and we will get to that shortly. I'd also like to mention, if you're looking for a few video games, Steam is currently having their winter sale along with just about every other online store. Green Man Gaming, Humble Bundle, and everybody is having their Christmas sales right now. I've already seen a couple of things that are on my wish list under Steam. I'm hopefully going to be getting a couple of things after Christmas shortly after, and I think probably hopefully one of the first things I'm going to get is Project Cars. So I'm finally going to have the racing game that I've been wanting to play for months and months now. But enough about, I guess, what I want to play. Let's jump into what I am playing. All right, so I actually got Zombicide Black Plague in the other day. I went through the rules. I watched a couple of videos. Of course, I watched Watch It Played, and I watched their original playthrough of Zombicide, and then I watched his little update to Zombicide Black Plague, which is only about a 10-minute video with some of the rule changes that went in. And if you're actually looking for what some of the rule changes are, there is a really nice thread called Rules Changes on Board Game Geek under the Zombicide Black Plague forums under their rules section. There are a lot of people that have posted about some of the differences that have that are basically rules between the original Zombicide game and Zombicide Black Plague. And some of the rules actually, from what I can tell, look like they will make the game a lot better. So Zombicide Black Plague is a cooperative game, and it's a game you can play from one to six people, I believe, because it comes with six different characters and six different character trays. And I will say the components so far, from what I can tell, the miniatures look incredible. The board looks really nice. I've read a little bit on Facebook and some of the different groups that some people are saying that some of the, the actual boards are warping a little bit. I've only had mine out of the plastic um, for today so I will have to see if that is actually true but from what I can tell the components I really like the character trays that come with this set this is the first time they've actually had anything like that it seemed like before you were basically just had a card for your character and then you were putting smaller cards on top of that and it seemed like the way you were doing some of your equipment you had cards on top of cards which just looked to be very ineffective and inefficient 
The trays appear to be laid out perfectly. The cards fit in the trays excellent, and they're able to you're able to slide the cards in and out of their of the out of the appropriate spaces very easily, I will say. So it's not hard to have to try to bend a card or, you know, dig up the corner with your fingernail and bend you know, and worry about maybe scratching the card or something. The cards will just slide right onto the little spots that they have created for the cards, which is which is really nice. So I've made it partially through one game. I have not yet finished the first game. I was trying to play the tutorial by myself. I was trying to control four characters. There's a lot to remember when you're playing four four characters. And the first time you play through the game, there's a lot to the rules, but um, I, I got a good feel for the rules right now, and I'm hoping maybe my wife and I, once she's home for a couple of days, we can get a game of this in. I'm sure she's going to like it, because it kind of reminded me a little bit of Mage Wars Dungeons, which we used to play years ago, mainly because we're kind of just going through like a board with characters and spawning different monsters and instead of the different monsters like we did with Mage Wars these are just all zombies and even though Mage Wars Dungeon really wasn't as co-op as Zombicide Black Plague is I think she's still going to enjoy it even though she doesn't get a chance to kill me but let's talk about how you can pl how you play the game a little bit and we'll go through some of the different phases and some of the different actions that characters can do so basically you're going to the first player who's going to start off is going to take one of several actions he can take each character has three actions that they can take unless if they have a special ability that grants them additional actions or possibly additional moves like some of the characters get so one of the actions you can do is move you can move from one zone to another you can search you can only search when you're within a building and basically you draw a card from the equipment deck you can open a door a melee weapon is going to be required for this one. Once you actually bash through the door, you will spawn zombies inside the building if it's the first door to that building. And this is one little place that I made a little mistake. When I broke through my first door, I only spawned zombies in the room that was behind the door, not the room to the whole building. So you want to pay attention and make sure that you're spawning zombies in all of the rooms to the building as long as there are openings. If there are doors that are closed and blocking off other rooms to the building, those rooms will not spawn zombies. You can also then reorganize or trade equipment between other characters as long as they are in the same spot. You can perform a combat action, and combat's actually pretty interesting in Zombicide Black Plague because it seems that with melee actions, you can choose whichever zombie you want to attack. If you're using a ranged attack, you actually have to follow the appropriate targeting priority order for ranged and that's basically walkers first, then fatties or abominations, then runners, then necromancers. So when you're doing ranged attacks, it can get pretty tricky in that you're going to have to try to kill a fatty or abomination before the runner. So that's where a ranged person may not be able to take out a runner if, if there's a runner and a fatty in the room together. So that you also have to watch for. And I, I ran into a, a predicament where I had somebody with a ranged attack and there was a fatty there, but they didn't have a weapon that could do two damage, so they were not able to kill it. But from my understanding, if you have a melee weapon equipped and you're attacking with melee, you do get to choose the target. You can also do an action for an enchantment. An enchantment is basically equipping an enchantment onto a card. You can basically take or activate an objective, which would be one of the possible X's that are on the board. And the different scenarios that you're going to run across in the book will basically tell you what to happen or what ob what obtaining that objective does. Most of, the, most of the time when you obtain an objective, the character that actually did that will get five experience points, which is very nice. 
You can also make noise, and noise can come in handy if you're trying to draw zombies away from one character who may have line of sight, as the zombies will go to where the most noise is, even if somebody is closer possibly to them. Or you can basically do nothing at all. So those are pretty much the different actions that characters can do in the game. Zombies are very easy to control. Basically, zombies will spend one action all zombies will pretty much get one action other than runners who get two. The zombies will basically move or attack. Zombies always hit. The only thing you can do is hope that you have armor, that you can then roll a dice to negate the, the attack and basically not try to take any damage. After the zombie phase, you're basically going to spawn zombies, which is always a lot of fun. And then basically you have the end of the phase where you're removing the noise tokens and then basically passing the first player token to the next character. So there's the game in, in essence is is kind of rather easy. Uh, well, I don't want to say it's rather easy, but it, it's a simpler game and it's very easy to pick up on. Some of the rules with combat can get a little confusing at first, so basically just make sure you read through those sections accordingly and appropriately. Also, when you're spawning zombies, just make sure you're spawning zombies correctly. Make sure your cards are also shuffled up, shuffled up very well, because the first game that I played, I don't think I shuffled up the cards too well, as I had like three double spawns right in a row, and I kind of just sat there and laughed like, yeah, this just was not shuffled up very good, because there shouldn't be three double spawns right in a row like that and I and I know I, I shuffled them up a little bit but I know I just didn't shuffle them up very well because I was kind of waiting to actually sleeve these which I'll hopefully get some sleeves this weekend for my local game store for all the cards before I actually can can give them a very good shuffle so I was trying to be very careful with the cards and not dent or nick any of them but the cards are really nice they're nice they're they're a nice small card which basically I believe come with all the Zombicide games but if you haven't played any of the Zombicide games Black Plague to me looked like it was a really good place to jump into the series I had not actually played Zombicide before I've actually looked at it down at my local game store a couple of times and I've actually eyed several of the Kickstarters before but just never jumped in Black Plague being set in the medieval setting just looked really interesting to me it seemed like it would be a game that my wife and I would really enjoy being in the setting of zombies and medieval and from what I can tell from playing what I have played so far I have a feeling this one's going to make it to the table quite a bit for us coming into 2016 so this probably won't be the last time that I talk about Zombicide Black Plague but it will be the first time I'm able to give you a good rundown of what the game is about so if you have any questions hey go out to the guild that we now have at our forums and I have a little section up there where I've actually made a post on Zombicide Black Plague and post anything there and I'll try to answer any questions that I can all right, and let's stick with the theme of zombies right now. One of the other games I played for the week was Seven Days to Die. I've still been playing that game a little bit. I actually stopped playing my single player game and actually created a multiplayer world. And it's basically just local. I'm just doing it for my, my wife and myself. And it's just one that we're, I'm running locally on a LAN. I'm running it on my computer. I've gone through the config file and set it up. And I was running the default map at first. But then when I started going with the multiplayer, I actually switched to a random seed. And so far, I really like it. I'm actually doing pretty good. I've I've actually have a decent house that's kind of set up, but I'm looking for another base of operations that I can build up as right now the house I have is a rather burnt out old house that I found and I've kind of just shacked up in there for the first couple of days. But so far I'm finding a lot of good loot. It seems like the loot I'm finding in this multiplayer game is much better than any of the loot I ever found in the single player map that I had was playing, which was using the default map, but They've released, I think, five updates since Alpha th since they released the Alpha 13 uh, a week or two ago, and I believe the next one is supposed to correct a couple of more pieces with the map and the functionality with how the layout of the maps actually get built when you're seeding the the world. So I have a feeling I'm 
going to maybe take a little break for a day or so or not probably spend as much time gathering as I probably will start another multiplayer um, map locally once the next 13.6 is released as even though you don't have to from what I've heard even though you don't have to reset the map it probably would be a good idea to actually reset it with some of the fixes that they're putting in for the different maps. All right, and then one of the other games I played this week was a little Shroud of the Avatar. I actually went through and did the hat quest. I think I died at all but one of the different areas that we ran into. I would run up and talk to the NPC and pretty much get swarmed by mobs and being only, well, I actually got two levels while I was doing it. So I think I started off being a level 11. And I think by the time we were done, I was level 15 or 13. So I actually got a couple levels doing it, which I was kind of happy about. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I've heard that the next release i believe there's going to be another wipe so it's been about three or four releases since they did a wipe so i believe the next one is going to be a wipe and i'm interested since i'm not as high level as i was before as i was in the 50 as i was i think in the mid 50s before if they do offer double xp if i will only get double xp to the level that i'm currently at or if that level 55 will maybe be remembered somewhere within the system as my high level, I'll have to wait and see how that goes, as I highly doubt I will have enough time to actually level up to 55 like I did before, as that does take a lot of time. And I just haven't been putting the time into the game like I was before with all the other games that have come out recently that I've been trying to get to the table and in Fallout 4 sucked up a lot of my time too, and I still have yet to make it back to that to finish the last 10 hours or so of that game. So I still have a little bit to do in that, and that's another one I want to get back to. So Seven Days to Die may be set aside here until that next 13.6 update comes out and maybe I'll try to go back and knock out the rest of Fallout 4. So that's most of what I've been playing. One other little game I've been playing on my phone as I really haven't talked about too too many games on my phone lately. I have to say that I have one small hidden guilty pleasure and that would probably be Dragon Ball Z. And I found a couple of weeks ago that there is a Dragon Ball Z Dokken Battle game on Android, and I happen to download it. It's free to play. I'm sure you can. I'm sure there are some in-game purchases you can do, but I pretty much ignore all those, and I've basically just been playing the free game so far. But it's basically a game where you're just trying to level up different characters, and you're doing this through different combats and running through different missions. They are taking you through a through a storyline, and it doesn't appear to be any sort of storyline that's following the actual cartoon, from what I can tell although it may be, but it doesn't certainly doesn't seem to be. It actually is, isn't that bad. It's kind of fun. The characters are kind of interesting and the combat's kind of cool. So it's a game where basically you're trying to just match up different colors of attacks with the character that you're using. It's not a match three game as there's definitely more than three and you're not really moving them around. You're trying to just match and score as many points as you can to basically do as much damage against an opponent. So if you're looking for something to just waste a little bit of time and you have a guilty pleasure as well, maybe check it out. I'm sure not everybody will like this one, so I will definitely not recommend it to everybody. But being a Dragon Ball Z fan, I have to say it's not that bad of a game. It's all right. And it's something that I just maybe play right before going to bed or something just to pass 10 minutes or so. I'll go through one mission and then stop right there. And it's not something I've been spending a lot of time with is there's a couple other games on the phone I would like to get back into and I just haven't had a chance. But hopefully maybe in 2016, I can play a lot more games on the phone as I'm actually looking to hopefully get a new phone here shortly. But we'll have to wait and see which one I get. I'm looking at the Nexus phones right now, but I'm not really too sold on getting the newest one, mainly because of the price. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. So that's what I'm playing now. A few of the games that I want to play. 
I happen to know that I am getting one gift for Christmas that my wife got me, and that's Mage Wars Academy. So I'm really looking forward to Mage Wars Academy. I kind of can't wait to get that opened up and start playing a couple of games of that. I'm really interested to see if there's actually going to be any sort of local scene or anything for that down at my local game store. If there isn't, I might try to see if I can get maybe some people together that are looking to maybe play that one, and maybe we can get some games going of that locally and have a good time with that one and then pretty much pretty much anything else that i get for christmas i know my wife got me a couple of board games i'm not really too sure what she got me besides the mage wars academy and the only reason i know about the mage wars academy is because i had pre-ordered that for my local game store and she pretty much went and got it for me so i know that that one will be under the tree waiting for me other than that i'm not really too sure what else there is so i can just only wait for another two days to see what my wife has got me other than that, that's it. Those are the games that I want to play, and that was what I was playing. So, hey, thanks for joining me for a quick episode here. As always, send me some email. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send the emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G when you do a search on Twitter. On Facebook, you can do a search for what I'm playing now. Google Plus is plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. On Twitch, we are twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And I can also add to this list our forums, which are out on BoardGameGeek. So if you go to BoardGameGeek, if you go to Guilds, my guild is under podcasts and just do a search for what I'm playing now. Please join the guild, post on there, and let me know what you're playing now. As I always say, everybody, have a great Christmas. Go play some games and then let me know what you're playing now. Have a great week, everybody, and a good holiday. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.